Is this like a roast? No. I just want to be prepared. No. <laughs> I feel like with you, it's going to be a roast. Here's the deal, man. It is a roast, but it's for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, I see we're at the fair. Uh, you have some nice makeup on today. Um, wh- what are you? What are you dressed up as? I'm dressed up as just a common, ordinary fair goer. Why do you ask? I don't know. You have some sort of. It looks like zombie makeup. Um, are you? Are you a zombie? I don't know about no 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 zombies or nothing, but uh, I do enjoy me some turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. Boom. We did it. Thanks. The podcast is over, everybody. We accomplished the main goal. And I accomplished my main goal by deceiving Nick because I'm not Steven. I'm actually me. Wow. (laughs) It's Alex Music, everybody. Uh, Ruin that. Ruin that. Great joke. Cut that part out, Kyle. Uh, Yeah. But I do like turtles. Uh, you do like turtles. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. worried that you didn't know where I was going with that, and then you you caught on, I think, or you just said you like turtles out of nowhere. The I was gonna go one way or another, and I went with mine in the latter. But uh, once you said zombie makeup, well, the first disguise that I think of, I think of that child dressed as a zombie, saying he likes turtles, is the number one disguise I've ever seen in my entire life. Because this is the number one podcast for disguises, and number two podcast. Four, movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is Real Rotten. I'm Nick. Disguised as... Aaron Rodgers training camp. Jason Momoa's oh. with an Italian mustache. And you are Stephen Ramirez disguised as... Alex Kalajakis. There you go. And Alex, you are here in person in studio disguised as Mario's other brother... Wow, wow. <laughs> you you never got blessed with a name unlike Waluigi and Wario. <laughs> no, my my name is. <laughs> it, it's not, it's just Italian frustration. Some, somewhere in yeah, between, yeah, yeah somewhere yeah. in between a Goomba and <laughs> and a uh, actual it, Goomba. Is that an Italian slur? I was now that we say, think that about it, that sounds like a slur. I am eleven percent Italian. That. The yeah. podcast needs to know. Breaking it has news. been confirmed. Breaking news. I'm back. I'm a hero. I'm a back. And I'm Italian again, 11%. 11% Northern Italian. Big news for me. Two spaghetti noodles <laughs> and, and Nicholas's uh, gene pool. Speaking of uh, adding culture to the podcast, we are adding a guest to this, this podcast. Please welcome, first time on the podcast, Adina. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to be here. <laughs> she's overwhelmed with excitement or fear. We don't really know. She's got a legal pad. She's prepared as if she's about to take on a fight. That's and I true. Think she will be. Uh, we need to get to know Adina before we start this podcast. So we came up with a game. We always come up with very sophisticated games here that are always based on the person's name. And this game is no different. It's a great Adina. Great Adina. Uh, <laughs> We're going to shout movie titles at you, and you just give them a grade, A through D. No Fs. No Fs here. 
um, because we don't believe in failing grades. We because, don't recognize failures. Yeah, everything is under 25% on this podcast, so an F is actually good. Uh, and then Na, the end of your name, is N-A, meaning not applicable. So uh, if you haven't seen the movie, you can say it for that. First step, Shawshank Redemption. Where where are you at on that? N-A. N-A. Not applicable. Not applicable. That's a very interesting answer. I know. It's very sad. Uh, I don't know about sad. Is it on your bucket list at all? It's, of course, on the bucket list. Oh, man. Hate to tell you this, but you better uh, jump on it on HBO Max soon because Lord knows they ain't surviving. Uh, yeah. Speaking of movie news, thing, things are grim. <laughs> things are <laughs> grim in Warner Brothers world. <laughs> yeah. What's this I hear about? What's, what's going on with Warner Brothers? Yeah. American Pickle is gone. American Just Pickle. like that. Gone. Just like Gone from like existence. That. It was part of the snap. <laughs> Part of the uh, Discovery Plus snap. Uh, yeah, Discovery Plus is buying. Yeah, Discovery HBO. is buying. I, I uh, tried to read it and I just couldn't. How I, does Discovery I, Plus have more money than HBO does? Discovery Channel, baby. Is, yeah, it, how? is Discovery an ABC property? No, no, they're their own. They're their That's own National Geographic. Isn't Murdoch on Discovery? Yeah, Disney is ABC. No. Yeah. Oh. National Geographic is owned by News Corp. Oh, National, yeah, yeah. News Corp. Mm. Fox. Apparently, Discovery Fox. is loaded. 20th and Century Fox, now part of. <laughs> Now part of Disney. Disney. Yep. Yeah. Do you know? Please break down the legal parameters of what is what is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is happening right we now. Yes. Let me look at my notes. <laughs> we brought yeah, yeah. you on to explain the HBO getting taken over by Discovery. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen, a movie. Uh, uh, the um, oh, uh, uh, premiered around this time uh, of of Master of Disguise, uh, Shrek. Are plus minuses allowed in this? Yes. Grading yes. System? Of course. Honestly, Shrek A plus. A plus. A plus. Wow. A plus. A plus, Mr. Collins. I have some 100%. bad news for everybody at the table. I um, recently worked summer camp, and I talked to some of the kids around camp. Shrek, Shrek doesn't matter anymore. Same. Same. Is it NA to them, or is it are they D's across the board? They just don't even know what you're talking about. I, I gave I gave them a uh, I gave them a list of I was like, hey, say say this, welcome to do lock. It's you know I sang the song for them and they looked at me like I was a crazy person. <laughs> wow, and that's when I knew we're in trouble. Gen yeah. Z doesn't have our backs like that we thought that. I don't did. even know if that's Gen Z you're hanging out with. You're hanging out with like <laughs> oh, yeah, Gen Double A. No, it's Gen, it's, it's Gen A. Gen Speaking a. of Gen A, oh Gen A, uh, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump on your. What's your grade for Forrest? Forrest Gump, I'll give a B. 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 Why a B? Just flat B. For bad. B for bad. No. B for badass. <laughs> I think probably a B. It's just, honestly, I have a very childlike humor and a childlike in- internal presence. Yeah, hence you being on the Master of Disguise of episode. Of course. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a little heavy for me. Yeah, okay. I get that. There's some funny moments. In yeah, there's the, part, there's the part where his mom sleeps with the principal to get him into school because he's slow. Oh, we forgot. We forgot about that. <laughs> oh, you're still holding on. Let go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next film uh, we could talk about is uh, is a uh, you know uh, some some people consider it a classic. A classic. Some people think um, straight it's up just, classic. Some people just would rather watch Ferngully. Avatar. See. Yeah. See mids. See for have to see it. Must see. <laughs> must see. <laughs> must see. Must see to believe. Which brings me to the news portion of the evening. Avatar 2. Here, welcome in, Ted. Ted, Ted, you're on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I cut that part out, Kyle. <laughs> Cannot wait for Avatar 2. Wave of the water. Let's go. How's his, uh, how's his Navi? Um... Ted's Navi is picking up. Yeah. He is in class. Uh, when he's not farming, he is Navi-ing. 
<laughs> okay, last one, last one. We'll just go uh, just general Star Wars. Just your feeling on Star Wars. Overall. Overall. Yeah. A. Okay. Hey. Okay, okay, great. Okay. Well, now that we've gotten to know you, I think we can finally get, we can get into the movie. We're doing The Master of Disguise. It came out in 2002. 20 years. 20 years ago, Dana Carvey was given a vehicle that nobody wanted him to drive, and we are excited to talk about it. Uh, movie news-wise, we already talked. Uh, the HBO Max, there's there's some stuff going on. I'm not interested in it. All I know is we're going to get... all. The, only, the bottom line is there's going to be less movies on streaming, Yep, which is a bummer. Yep. That's the bottom line. People like shows. They're not. They're not Fuck interested shows. in movies. Anymore. No, they're, the same they're canceling shows. all the shows. Too. Yeah, it's shows. Yeah. And a lot of the shows are getting canceled. Uh, Hacks is actually uh, in danger. Yep. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, Hacks pulls through. No, it, it I did, think Hacks good. It did get renewed already. It did. So, yeah. <sighs> they should just end it, man. They left know. it at a perfect place. It got Damn. renewed for season three. Damn. Uh, I don't. I don't know how this Game of Thrones show is going to survive. Man. Ah. Oof. Oof. Game of Thrones is your last one. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that? A plus. A plus. Even with that ending? Yeah, I mean, any show that I've ever been invested in always has an ending that's disappointing to me. Oh, so did did you watch Lost all of the way through? Of course I lo- watched Lost all the way through. <laughs> are you watching Westworld right now? Too? I are you, have not are you watched falling Westworld. for that same trap again? Westworld's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. I've heard the new season is uh, fun yeah. and, and possibly good. Yeah, I, I need to watch it. I'm not going to do it, but I've heard yeah, it. It's living in a fool's paradise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but let's get into the, uh, we've been deceived because we keep dancing around this movie and yep. we need to get into it. So we let's... have to just get this movie over with. <laughs> yeah. it, it's been haunting us for over a year, uh, over we, five we, years. <laughs> we've been talking about I... it for a long time and people know what we're talking about, but here's a little refresher. Here's a little taste. If you don't, if you forgot what we're talking about. On August 2nd, some know him as a master of disguise, but his teacher knows him as <laughs> buffoon. Dana Carvey is in Prince Lalejama. It is time to test them. Oh, it's not a problem. The master of disguise. Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> turtle, turtle. Really PG. There's a lot to unpack in that uh, trailer. Uh, first off, why is ZZ Top? Uh, doing the Sharp Dressed Man as the soundtrack. Two, why wasn't it any of the six Master of Disguise songs within the movie by six different artists part of that trailer? And and C, why 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 brown why brownface why brownface? I don't know. It it's two thousand two. I don't. I don't get it. We're gonna definitely talk about that. Uh, we don't have to do it as the very first thing we yeah. talk about. Um, I I do want to address your ZZ Top. Yeah. Um, I don't care about for it or about it or uh, I master. There was multiple Master of Disguise songs throughout the movie. Throughout yep. the throughout the movie, the soundtrack was title tracks of Master of Disguise by like I don't know six different bands and artists. Yeah, I looked it up on Spotify. Yeah, there's definitely at least four or five. What are, do I know any of the bands? Hold on, I'll pull it up. Pull it up because yeah, I, we'll <laughs> I don't know why you didn't figure this one we'll out. We'll put the fact check on that. And while we do that, we'll bring let's, it up in the let's talk about what it is. It's 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. The master the of rare, The rare 1%er, just by math alone, it means that uh, one out of 100 if we, if we're doing the math, said that this movie was a po- gave it a positive rating. 
Who dares to stand alone? That's what I wanted to figure out. And while I figure that out, Stephen, if you could continue. <laughs> well, Alex, I, I just right. remembered that I wanted to figure that out. Bring so us back. Bring us back, back Alex. Quick update. So on the official, this is Spotify. So maybe this isn't the full one, but there's three on the Spotify um, album playlist. Yeah. But I definitely heard at least four. Yeah. <laughs> look up, look up beyond Spotify because it's a de- right definitely okay, hard to for sure. Yeah. But you know, looking at this initially though, there's art. Some there's Janae Aiko is on this soundtrack. I didn't. How old is she? Uh, like ten? I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think that Solange true. is on this soundtrack. Like I don't what? Think so. I, think I can believe just, Solange. I think those are just names. <laughs> Solange is like eight years old in yeah, 2002. That's what I was like, what? <laughs> Did she not just make another album called Master of Disguise? Pretty based sure on that's her what it is. Based yes. on her love of her childhood favorite movie, Master of Disguise. We just uncovered a conspiracy <laughs> in South Texas. Or is Solange really Beyonce? Solange she is really a Master of Disguise. Ah. Uh, something to think about. Uh, new Beyonce album. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well. Uh, 35% from the audience. Not great. Uh, I mean, lo- one in three of audience members like this movie, which uh, asks more questions than gets No, answers. it means if every parent brought two kids, one of their kids liked it. Three kids. Well, no, I'm counting the parent. One out of three. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking nuclear family. That, that's four. Was, that's yeah, four exactly. People. Four. That's four people. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I sorry. Think, I think you're wrong. I think my bias needs to be checked. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes blurb says an ill-conceived attempt to utilize Dana Carvey's talent for mimicry. Master of Disguise is an irritating, witless farce weighted down by sophomoric gags. I feel like you could include almost every Happy Madison movie as that blurb and just take out Dana Carvey with Adam Sandler and Master of Disguise with Little Nicky. I found I found the one positive review. You did. It's okay. from it's from Prairie Miller of the Long Island Press. Prairie. Prairie said Carvey has been dipped in fairy dust in a bid to dazzle a new and different kid audience. Uh, Prairie is best friends with Adam Sandler. Do we all agree? Do we all agree? I think we do. Dipped in fairy dust. Uh, Adina, did you have a blurb that you you preferred? Yeah, so my blurb is in a big corner office in hell. Satan is throwing up his hands in surrender, is firing his R&D people, and has decided he will just screen the master of disguise 24-7. That is from Marianne Johansson, a flick philosopher. Wow, Marianne, thank you. Philosopher spelled with an F. Just oh. to clarify, <laughs> Phil Moss, Phil yeah. Mossifer, is that what it is? It's trendy. Yeah. Flim flam officer. <laughs> um, so I, I did, uh, I did KJX fact check for him and found on IMDb the Master of Disguise soundtrack has uh, M A S T E R Part One, which is uh, performed by the Hardheads, H A R D H E D Z, featuring play. Um, there is the Master of Disguise, I knew this one, by Vitamin C. Uh, you have M.O.D., which is performed by Chris and Tad, a.k.a. Chris Ballou and Tad Hotchison. <laughs> and then you also have M.A.S.T.E.R. Part 2, which is performed by Play, featuring Lil Fizz of B2K. Oh, Lil oh, Fizz. Oh, Lil Fizz. What's yeah. he up to these days? <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. He's probably, uh, he's definitely ODing on He's uh, fizzled out, <laughs> is what he's... Uh, Lil Fizz, Fizz, duh. Yeah, four or five. Fizzle, four or five uh, Master of Disguise oriented tracks for this soundtrack. I see Solange's track too, so that 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 checks out. Would you rather I think you're wrong. Would you rather be named Lil Fizz and continue to tour yeah, fairs and things, but you, you make steady money but you're Lil Fizz, or would you rather just be a realtor? 
Um, what's the steady money? I mean, steady money could be. $50. You're making that fair money, that fair money. So it's not bad. Hmm. I don't know. You are a grown man. Go going by Lil Fizz though, and one of the songs you sing. Let's is ask the, the best. person with the most stable career, Adina. Would you rather be a a a a, a, a famous teenage? Sensation heartthrob singer for like eight months, and then ha- and then live off of that eight months by <laughs> county fair, county fair like Nick is saying, or become a lawyer. I don't know why you can't go into a professional career and continue to live off of your fame from eight months. Poor Kayla, why don't, why don't you be a lawyer in the entertainment industry? Name Lil Fizz, or you go the Bow Wow route and you just drop Lil and just go buy Fizz. Yeah, Fizz. that's a great great point. Fizz, yeah. yeah. Come out with your own Bring the line fizzness, of bubbly dude. water. Bring the fizz. There you go. You yeah. would have hit the seltzer market before yeah. the seltzer yeah. market yeah. was a call thing. Call it fizz. Yeah. Just call it fizz. Oh yeah. Fizz in my go. mouth, dude. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé is making so much money off so bubbly much, water. So right much now. off yeah. bubbly. Yeah. Michael Bublé. So Adina's answer is <laughs> porque no los dos. Why not do both? Okay, I I think that makes a lot of sense. Flick filo do. My 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 blurb was from Martin Scribs of what I can only assume is Scribs Magazine. He said, Master of Disguise may be a real hoot if you're under 10 years old or drunk or both. Wow. Not a bad time waster on a rainy Sunday, but a time waster nonetheless. I feel like you met Martin Scribbs outside the Whole Foods about 45 <laughs> minutes ago and picked up that line. <laughs> I went to buy a one tall can, and uh, Martin Scribbs is always there ready for a movie take. Marty Scribbs just having the shakes, ready to rock. Yeah, I... Uh, when it comes to the runtime, I had another one from Elvis Mitchell of the New York Times. He said, it doesn't matter that the film is less than 90 minutes. It still feels like a prison stretch. Hell yeah. <laughs> and now we brought it full circle with Shawshank. Elvis. Back to Elvis. If you haven't listened to 3,000 Miles of Graceland, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Don't watch it, first off. Don't watch the movie. And then to avoid watching the movie, please avoid the podcast. Uh, Ebert did do this movie. Uh, K-Jax, if you want to do your best... Ebert impression. This is going to be a heavy impression episode, so I hope everybody has their impressions <laughs> ready. The movie is a desperate miscalculation. It gives poor Dana Carvey nothing to do that is really funny, and then it expects us to laugh because he acts so goofy all the time. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, I would have believed it. Yeah, yeah. A, very, a young uh, post uh, Valley of the Dolls. Roger Ebert. Or do you want me to give Roger Ebert after his... No, uh, I don't nothing. want you to do anything else. <laughs> you need to enable Siri to do you that. You have an issue that when you do something that's acceptable, you, you're you determined to ruin that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Can't have nice things. Uh, my guy, Dennis Harvey of uh, Variety Magazine, stated uh, a jumbled fantasy comedy that did not figure out a coherent game plan at scripting, shooting, or post-production stages. <laughs> keep it Keep it simple. Dennis Harvey laying down the laying down the brass tacks. Dennis Harvey, thanks to the Harvey variety. Uh, Harvey family, just night. really, really prolific, man. So yeah, you got Steve, a lot of Harveys. you got Dennis, Paul, yeah, yeah. Ringo, uh, Kaitel, <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Kaitel Harvey. Um, <laughs> all right, enough of the giggles. Uh, it's time to get uh, factual, and uh, you know. We're leasing out the fact shack and rents due, motherfucker. <laughs> did you did you uh, did you fix my uh, my plumbing or the gas leak? How about you give us the facts, ma'am, and then uh, we'll we'll fix you right up. 
All right, so it was released on August 2nd, 2002. Double happy anniversary. Two. Yeah, happy an- anniversary to one and all uh, uh, for this monumental achievement. Yeah, where were you 20 years ago? Adina, did you see this in theaters, A, and B, what else were you doing if you weren't seeing this in theaters? I probably did not see this in theaters. Definitely waited for that video on demand life. Um, and I, you know, I was probably studying. <laughs> there you go. Or going to church. In August? <laughs> Yes. Studying in August? You never stop studying, Alex. I don't know what kind of childhood called, you had. It's called the summer reading. This is why now. this is why Nick Steven and I went to Chico State and Adina went to University of California, Los Angeles. But what difference did it make? Look at all, all you have the most stable job of here. all of us. Uh, we're all here giggling in a garage. We're all in a garage. <laughs> all, all I know is that we're all in a garage. Somehow we lured you. <laughs> I was actually in school at this time. I went to a modified year round. Our uh, first day of oh. school was the end of July. Sounds like wow. a nightmare. Yeah, sounds horrible. It was great. We loved it. We had two weeks off in October, though, where our families could torture us on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so that was in cool. O- in October. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, like the Europeans. Oh yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that's what okay. they say. Did, All any, right. did any of us see this movie in theaters? I no. think that I thought about it. I if not, not, saw it. I might have seen it. I I'm was fairly sure I did. I was twelve years old, so I was right in the zone. Maybe a little too old. Maybe a little mm-hmm. too bad of a movie. A little for me too to old. A little too old. I'm pretty sure I because my dad's a huge Dana Carvey fan, so I'm pretty sure we we went and saw this. Uh-huh. Uh, I, was your dad like ha? Yeah, he was like, he was like, that Indian impression, spot on. He was like, that was so funny. Uh, yeah. Whole movie should have been no that. Comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like literally, that's my dad. My, the more offensive, the really, better. Really into um, uh, Short Circuit. Really yep. big Short Circuit yep. fan. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, but, but rated PG, so thankfully he was there to, to guide me in this movie, because I wouldn't have been the able suggested to get it And let you know that brown face was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope, just laughed as hard as he could <laughs> at that. Eight-year-olds yeah. can watch this, PG. <laughs> <laughs> this is how actually actually Indian people really are. All of them, every stinking one of them. <sighs> I mean, never forget that Ben Kingsley won an Oscar for playing Gandhi. So I mean, and so every Indian though loves him playing Gandhi. They do. Okay. He is also part Indian. Yeah, he's part Indian. Sri Lankan oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah, yes. there we go. Yeah, he's Indian. So Ben Kingsley gets a pass, but the rest it's of not us... Is, okay, no, nope. No, no, Ashton Kutcher especially. Sorry, it's not, dude. It's not Jake Gyllenhaal playing the Prince of Persia. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. On. So here's here's probably the best part of the movie. 80 minutes. And it wasn't even 80 because it's pretty much ended at 170 minutes. Because there was like 10 minutes of credits in this movie. I think it was 80 minutes. Um, the uh, felt like eighty minutes. It was it was a long eighty minutes, like that critic said. Though it was it was very much very much felt feeling like a prison stretch. This movie was definitely a hundred minutes, and then they were like, "We cannot put this in theaters. <laughs> yeah. People will leave. We need to find out the exact moment that they're going to leave, and then end the movie right then." <laughs> and then what they did is they did the test audiences, and they're like, 80 minutes seems to be as much as anybody can handle." Okay, we're going to end it right then. When Devin falls into the pool, just fade to black. <laughs> we're done here. Wrap Not it up. The third act, they were just like, "Nope, we don't need that. We don't need that whole third act. Let's oh just God. cut it in com- in." Not just half, like a third. It seemed like it, they were just like, "Here's the end of the movie," and then it just ended, and it, then it was yeah, over. Right. I was, I was the like, most chaotic third act I've ever seen in my. I thought that life. maybe I missed something. <laughs> think yeah, about same. Think about the impressions that didn't make this movie, man. I mean, they're in the they're in the credits, and we missed out on some of those. That's for sure. 
<laughs> there were definitely more is what <laughs> that's uh, what i'm saying like ones that didn't even make the credits Oof. people on set say there were definitely more impressions <laughs> no other word on anything else wow taglines okay so there's several for this movie the first one he can get in, into any disguise getting out is another story Thumbs down on for me on that one. Yeah, not, not, not looking so good, Doc. <laughs> Thousand faces and not a single clue. Accurate. Attracts. Disguise the limit. That's my favorite. That's the oh, best one. Oh, disguise the limit. Yeah. What, what did you think it spelled? Disqueasy the limit? <laughs> That's disguise-y. What, you, know, you know, Nick's been taking Duolingo. Yeah, Nick's been that, taking Duolingo. He's trying to get up to up the par. Is, on that town. is a big stretch for a tagline, but I really appreciate it. It's very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Wow, the sky is the limit. Disguise is the limit. Yeah, yeah. Tag, you're it, Nick. Uh, man of many faces, master of none. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'd re- I'd prefer that one over the first tagline any day of the week. Well, thanks. <laughs> so you got that going for you. Uh, Adina, you got a tagline? I would like to preface this with the fact that I was very stressed about this tagline. <laughs> she writes legal briefs for a, re- for, for a living, tagli- and she was stressed about this. My tagline is, in this theater, no one will hear you laugh. It's great. I really enjoy that one. Uh-huh. No, it's it's good because because it alludes to the I fact I picture that, it on the poster, yeah. Yeah. It alludes to the fact that you're skipping out on this live action Bugs Bunny movie. Um, no, it lets the parents know that they shouldn't take their kids to see this. Yeah, and it should just be Dana Carvey dressed as the turtle, just like like you know, like screaming. Yeah, instead of the alien egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um my tagline is uh, deception is an art. Like finger painting. <laughs> Black keywords. Slapstick comedy. Tracks. Yeah. Italian-American. To- Are they Italian-American? I, I get that one, yeah. Are they? Well, they're, they're everyday Italian-Americans. Oh, it yeah. said like six times in the okay, movie did for Every Italian-American actor reject these roles because it was just like they couldn't get anybody Italian to play these roles. <laughs> uh, yeah, because people, they didn't want to be gigantic fucking characters. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the Buca di Beppo set. Yeah, exactly. It did look <laughs> like the back of a book. It was, it was yeah. a Valley Book of Beppo closed on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> there were zero Italian people in this movie. Oh, good lord! Which I think was part of the point. Maybe I don't know. I think is Dana is Dana Carvey. As an Italian American, I was All right, offended. What has worse Italian accents, this movie or House of Gucci? Never seen it. This movie, mm. House of Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> Father son relationship. You gotta have one, you know. Yeah. Investigation. Okay, classic. Running gag. <laughs> running gag. Running gag. There weren't enough of them. I needed more running gags in this movie. There was one really good one. I'll give them one. If there was really more running one. gags, it would be a marathon of people that were gagged. Hey, save that for later. Um, yeah, yeah. The I mean, those plot keywords are as has a has as much substance as this film. <laughs> Took me a while to say that. Um, tri- what, Nick, what do you want to talk about? I just You're like the big trivia guy here. Well, I don't know. Shit. Are we not going to talk about the budget? Oh, we got a budget. Yeah, yeah. $16 million. That's pretty. And, and it made money with 43 worldwide. It made that money. is the worst part about this movie. Is 40 million in money. the U.S. <laughs> is, is, is a travesty. It only made $3 million. <laughs> well, 
Well, people were needing a laugh. This was a year removed from uh, September 11th. Oh, and we'll get into that, too, because there's a lot of 9-11 trivia (laughs) related to this. I think we talk about that. I think um, Let's let's talk about that. You go right ahead. Well, it used to be the most famous trivia about this movie was that it has since been debunked, but the famous trivia about this movie was that they were filming the turtle scene on (laughs) 9-11, and when it happened, they had a moment of silence... And then they resumed shooting the turtle scene for and, the movie. And Dana Carvey's sitting there in a moment. Yes. Yeah, like and they're the all, turtle. they're all, that was like, that was the word on the street. Last year, somebody at Defector got, tried to get to the bottom of it and talked to the director who said they didn't even start shooting until two weeks after 9 11. But they said that, um, it was still the same sort of vibe that everybody was like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like, it was just 9-11 just happened. And now we're shooting this turtle club <laughs> scene. But um, the first bit of trivia that I had on it was that they were, they did observe a moment of silence. Um, but what happened was that the director had to give a speech. And then everybody who, including Danny Carvey, who was in costume, uh, had a moment of silence, and then he said, action. <laughs> and like that all actually happened because they were like, what the fuck are we doing here? And they moved on from there. But um, I know, Adina, there was another trivia that you had that was also related to 9-11. Yeah, so I guess, as Nick said, they began filming a little after two weeks after 9-11, um, and when Pistachio is disguised as an Indian prince, he says India four times to assure the viewers and the public that he wasn't from a Middle Eastern country. Just yeah, how effed up is that? Yeah, I don't even... India, India, the Indian, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the most horrific Indian accent I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, scapegoating brown face to, <laughs> to make sure it's a certain type of brown face. Yeah. Like, so that we know that he's, he's doing the right thing there. Yeah, that that was that was probably one of the most cringy parts of this movie, hundred percent. Pistachio's big butt that fetish was, was created. That was our <laughs> moment of silence for that that particular scene. Yeah, uh, you'll know when you see it. Uh, <laughs> there's not much else you can do about it. I did have um, two more quick ones. Adam Sandler related. He executive produced the film. He came up with two gags. The first one is when Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Uh, tells the other Abraham Lincoln to get off the stage, and then he comes on the stage and he says, let's go! I, and then they're like, I like to move and move it. And they start dancing to that, and I was like, you know what? I smiled at that. That was a good that was joke. A, that was an okay joke. And I then mean, they, it's Happy Madison, too. That's how, that's the indicator yeah. that it's Sandler. And then uh, the turtle club scene, when Pistachio bites the guy's nose off as the turtle and then spits it back onto his face. That, <laughs> that was, was great. That was Adam Sandler's That idea. was some of the best CGI I've ever seen in my life, man. That scene was shocking. It was yeah. Yeah, shocking. No one expected that. Uh, and then I had a Trapped in Paradise reference, uh, yeah. the last Dan Carver movie we did. Um, after filming Trapped in Paradise, combination of factors including wanting to spend more time with his family after a series of uh, angioplasties and botched bypass operation knocked Dana Carvey off as the performance circuit for a while. This movie was supposed to be his big comeback to the screen, but it got such abysmally low reviews that it became the, his final starring role in a film and it killed his acting career. 
Carvey later had a cameo in Adam Sandler's comedy Jack and Jill, also the worst movie I have personally ever seen. Another Happy Madison production that is regarded as one of the worst films ever made in addition to this one. Um, so, <laughs> poor Dan. For Dana Carvey. After Wayne's World 2, it really went downhill for It Dana really Carver. went downhill for Dana. Uh, so um, I hope he's okay. I think he's, he's doing he's, fine. He's, a, he does a com- he's got a com- comedy career. He's, yeah, he's, he's got a comedy career. career. He's got a good podcast with David Spade now, too. It's actually really good. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. My, I'll just bring him back in the next track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, if the kids even care about Trek, which apparently maybe so they don't. So did the kids, have they not seen Trek? Or they don't give a they fuck about care. Trek. Yeah, That's all I know. <laughs> what about Donkey? Oh, Donkey, they might... Waffles. I make you waffles. <laughs> when he waffles. he does he does reference Trek in this movie, so it is it is relevant. Uh, the last trivia that I liked, which is definitely made up by somebody on IMDb trivia, is Pistachio's big butt fetish was created because the filmmakers wanted to push an anti-anorexia statement. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> There, I wanted to find it, but the dialogue that um, him and his grandfather had when Jennifer Esposito was interviewing for the job and they were only speaking in Italian. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they were just talking about how tiny her ass was the entire time in Italian because they just kept saying culo. <laughs> <laughs> my own subjective thoughts. Uh, that's been my own subjective were thoughts. There any, uh, were there any more trivia? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely, and I think this is indicative of the time. Uh, Indica, yeah. Um, Jesse Ventura, the former <laughs> governor of Minnesota and professional wrestler, made a cameo in this movie, along with other several other cameos that I think really show that this movie was made in 2002. What was the other one? Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. What were some of the like Burke, uh, fastest man uh, alive? Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Like, yeah, th- Bo this Derrick. is definitely yeah, Bo Derrick. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the references, and Nick, I think when we watched this for the first time, we, we noticed, like, the reference, this is clearly a children's movie, but the references are for, like, boomers. In, in well, it was made in 2002, but written in, like, 1997 or something. <laughs> like, way before that. They're like, who's the fastest guy alive? Uh... Atlanta Olympics just happened? Yeah. Who, who's that guy that but, won all those awards? But anyway, Jesse Ventura, who was governor at the time, did this movie. Like, so he took, like, two weeks away when he's supposed to be running his state, and he did a movie. I mean, Hollywood well, Hulk probably Hogan. A, probably a day. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, while he was holding the World Heavyweight Championship, was in plenty of movies and TV shows. He's still defending that title. This yeah. is true. Some this people just, true. you know, some people are just built different. Some people are Renaissance men. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's talk who's. Let's talk movie. Let's talk who's. Who do we got directing? Perry Andalyn Blake. Never heard of him. Never heard of him for good reason, because he's not a director. He's a production designer. Uh, does all of Adam Sandler's movies. So it was probably ghost-directed by Dana Carvey, more than likely, right? He, I believe it's that. It's the Dana Carvey show. He's direct. He's behind the helm. He's having the production designer take the uh, He's me shrugging. I'm shrugging. I could be agreeing with Well, him. he definitely wrote it, uh, along with... Uh, Harris who? Goldberg. Harris Goldberg. Who, who also wrote the story to Without a Paddle, Future Contender, and we're doing that movie. <laughs> we, have we have to. to. We, have we have to do to Without do a Paddle. It's, it's Matthew That's Lillard. a classic so, stoned at one in the morning in college. Movie. Seth Green. Yeah. 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 Big TBS movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable crew. Who do we got, Alex? Nick. Peter Lyons Colster. Yeah, yeah, Peter Lyons Colster, everybody. Yeah, cousin, Are you related, my, Nick? My yeah, cousin. Middle name and last name yeah, are the same thing, right? He's my cousin. Uh, yeah. He did the Garfield movies. 
Not Garfield. 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 Yeah. Um, there, there Tale was, of Two Kitties. There was somebody. Oh, yeah. The the co-producer of this film, Dino Stamatopoulos, who, oh, yeah. uh, who was also nominated for Best Animated Feature. Uh, what's the name of the movie? The puppet movie. Muppets? Anomalisa. 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 He was a colla- he's a collaborator with Dan Harmon. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Worked on Rick and Morty. Worked on Community. Worked on Sarah Silverman show. Worked on, and he has his own shows. He had the Frankenhole show. He's a he's a oh wow he's a big big Hollywood work workman, <laughs> big workman in the comedy industry in Holly Hollywood. Well, shouts to that guy. Come yeah. on the podcast, Starburns. That's who he is. He's Starburns. <laughs> oh, he's Starburns. Yeah, that's Starburns. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, Dino Stamatopoulos. Yeah. Oh, want some of this milk, Starburns? Fellow countrymen. Uh, Alex, who who do we got acting? Well, the man himself, Dana Carvey, is Pistachio Disguise. Yep. <laughs> I think that's another major reason I never wanted to watch this film because the <laughs> character's name was Pistachio. I'm like, I want, I like pistachios. Don't make me hate pistachios by associating Love with pistachios. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Dina, what's your take on somebody being named Pistachio Disguise? Oddly, I think it makes me salivate because I just think of pistachio <laughs> ice cream. That tracks. That sounds, that sounds good. Go ice cream. What's your top three, top three nuts right now? Top three nuts? Yeah. Ooh. Cashews. Mm-hmm. Pistachios. Mm-hmm. Walnuts, but only around Christmas time and you got to crack them. Mm. You're going to love my nuts. Mm. Solid. That's, solid. That's a good list. That's a good list. That's a solid I've list. Never had a I just Neither have I. I've never had a chestnut. I've never had a chestnut. They're always roasting on open fires, but they're never in our mouths. That's the biggest issue <laughs> I have with those. He's got to be in New York City in December. They're all over the place. Yeah. Weird. Let's go down the family tree here. We got Fabrizio Disquisi and James Brolin, the legend. My guy, Jim Brolin. Jim Brolin. Yeah. Jimmy Brolin. He's having sort of a Jimmy renaissance Bro- now. He's on that show. Or he was on He's that. He's still show. acting? He was on that um Better, th- not better things. What's the ABC? Better like, Call Saul. No, it's like an ABC family <laughs> show that's told in like, in told in three acts. This is us. It's not this. Is, it's <laughs> like <laughs> this is us, but it's funny. Oh, uh, what's that stupid uh, La Brea oh, or no, whatever no, 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 that no, fucking? No. Nobody knows we're talking. We about. fell into a hole. Life and dinosaurs in it. What the fuck is that shit? He was in yeah. Life in Pieces, which I guess is no yeah. longer on television. So. I did. I did read recently that La Brea means tar. Uh, so they're actually called the Tartar Pits. The the Tartar Pits. Whoa, yeah. so you're that, saying... The Tartar Pits. Oh, so that's why <laughs> there's dinosaurs on the other side, man. It's like lost, but with dinosaurs. Alex's take on... Are you the only person who's heard of this show? <laughs> I, I've never heard of this show. It's on Peacock. Ah, the, the cock. My yeah. my network. Shout out to the Peacock. <laughs> All right, and then Grandpa Disguise, uh, Harold Gould. Harold Gould, shining light in this whole movie. <laughs> Fantastic. Where have so I heard good. that voice? He's that so voice good. is so recognizable. Uh, he's he's a character actor. He's been yeah. in a bunch of stuff, but mostly uh, from like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. He, he showed up and he was like, I'm winning an Oscar for this movie. He was in Patch Adams <laughs> I don't briefly. care what happens. I feel like he's done voice work, because I definitely have heard his voice. In no. No? He's, he's, oh. He was in Touch by an Angel for two episodes oh, playing Albert is. Einstein. <laughs> of course. He that makes out. sense. <laughs> he was in an episode of Nip Tuck. That was one of his final roles. Oh, he's, he's dead? Oh. He died R.I.P. 12 oh. years ago. Oh. R.I.P. Cut down in his prime. <laughs> Keep it going. And then we got uh, Devlin, played by Brent Spiner. What was his last name? What's Devlin's last name? It's something really dumb. Yep. It's dumb. That's why they didn't write it. It's weird seeing him not looking anemic. He's Data from Star Trek. Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. 
We also had Jennifer Baker, played by Jennifer Esposito. I like, I like how they just thing. didn't even yes, <laughs> just use the same They were just like, we're just going to call her Jennifer. We should have had a Trekkie on here, too, to, to vouch for... Uh, to to vouch for what's his face, Brent. Jennifer Esposito. What's the show that she's always on? That she's on. I don't know her. I know her mostly from Traffic. Unfortunately, not Traffic. Uh, the stupid movie that one Crash. Picture Crash. Yeah, I know. I confuse those two because you know why? Because the movie posters like very similar. Yeah, very she similar. is the ex-wife of Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Ah. Yep. And yep. she said that he's basically a narcissist and a master of manipulation. Uh, I have a new movie for him. Oh. <laughs> master oh. of manipulation. The sequel. Master the sequel. of manipulation. <laughs> That'd be a great remake because she would, uh, or because she seems really great in real life. I, I would have to say it'd be like a thriller because he's like so good at, it's like the invisible man, but he's got disguises all the time <laughs> chasing after Jennifer Esposito. Steven's all about the invisible man. <laughs> he's been talking about the invisible. So man. hot right now. Yeah. Uh, she was in the boy. Yeah. She was in the boys recently. She's uh, only been in one positively rated movie. But oh, she's on Blue Bloods. She's big. Yeah, I was gonna Blue say Blood. she's uh, she's from Blue a cop Blue show. Cop show because yeah, yeah. she's got she always she's plays a police officer. Vibe, yeah. yeah, she always plays a police officer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trustworthy cop though. Trustworthy cop. Yeah. Um, that's it. The cameos you had. Uh, you had Keenan. And Kevin Nealon. Yeah, two people. Where was Kevin Nealon? I don't remember. Kevin he was the, at the he end. was the CEO of Black Mark eBay, <laughs> not Black Market eBay. Black oh, you Mark were. eBay. <laughs> well, and then like as I said before, there was Jessica Simpson, Jesse Ventura. There was one. Oh, Bo Derek, Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson. There's one more that I remember. The president of the United States, George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he took he took his time away from his busy schedule <laughs> right yeah. after 9/11 right after 9/11 he's like I'm obligated to my I I said I would do it and I'm going to stay obligated yeah, you Steven. stay in your seats America we <laughs> will find the evil doers <laughs> now watch this drive uh movie plot okay here's the plot yeah you got to give it to me yeah pistachio disguise Dana Carvey a, a genial waiter Genial. At his father. <laughs> Genitals waiter. <A> genital waiter. <laughs> a genial waiter at his father, Fabrizio's Italian restaurant, possesses an uncanny knack for mimicry. Believe it or not. Mimi cry. What he doesn't know is that his talent is genetic and that he is the descendant of a long line of master of disguise, all of whom have inherited the secret family gift known as Energico. There you go. You did it. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, it's not wrong. Initially... Pistachio is a klutz, but little by little, he learns to harness his inherited power and sallies forth to utilize Energico to its fullest. You're not doing the hand motion when you say it. No, it sounds like I'm doing it, though. That's the point. Energico. My dad was a Mets fan. Born in the box. Can you believe that? Uh, you really try to master that. This Why don't movie, you master this, making this, this scene? This movie's <laughs> plot makes zero sense, okay? <laughs> Let's start off with that. So his dad is a master of disguise who that's is a thing. kidnapped to steal things dressed as other people. Famous celebrities who who, who just have carte blanche on, on <laughs> American government history. U.S. Constitution? Yeah. It's like national oh, treasure. Oh, you want, you want right? the Apollo lander? Jessica Simpson, come on down, dude. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. if if we had to be real though, I think the number the people that could steal things the easiest are the people that are often given things for free, and that would be celebrities. So yeah, they might not be that far off. Uh, as far as you're making a scene, the only scene that I want to talk about is the Turtle Club scene, which is the most famous scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
First, it le- it leads up to that because they're looking for clues. They find a cigar with uh, the Turtle Club uh, uh, little wrapper on it, and that takes them to the Turtle Club where he thinks to get into the Turtle Club, I dress up, of course, as a turtle. Everybody knows what he looks like. It's it's one of the most famous parts of this movie. It's actually probably why a lot of people have seen this movie. Uh, the The biggest quote from this movie is the words, turtle, turtle, <laughs> over and over. But this, the actual like way the scene plays out is he comes up to the club. They let him in. He gets the information for the guy who who ro- from the guy who rolled the cigar for Devlin, the bad guy, and then he bites somebody's nose off, and then he does a break dancing on the floor, and the scene is over. That's exactly that what happens in that, that scene, and and it and it just crossfades to the next scene. Yeah, you're not you're you're right on the nose. And that's just in the movie. That's, that's just like that's just thrown in the movie. I think did he my question to everybody here is did he come up with the impressions first and then the scenes after and then there's plugged all these guys that he he was like Dan Carvey came up with this list. He said I can do Al Pacino, I can do the Jaws guy, I can do Turtle guy, I can do Abraham Lincoln, I can do George Bush, Cherry guy, Cowboy guy, Debonair guy and old horny woman. Now <laughs> I can do all these now. Add these and make a movie around these. Is plus, that, is plus that an Italian American. Common Italian American. Is that how it worked? It had to have been. It's chicken before the egg on that one. It's definitely that. He yeah. wrote a bunch of different sketches and then built a movie around these intertwining sketches. That's really it. Do we all think turtle scene was the most disappointing scene in the movie? <laughs> Based know. on the hype around it in the trailer, I'm just saying. As a kid, when I saw that turtle, turtle, I was. <laughs> Hyped! I was so excited to I see was, this movie. I was you not. Thought that part was going to be like half the movie. Is yeah, like that, huh? Just him being a turtle. Oh man! Uh, How long do you think it took to know. get that that like mold on top of his I, head? I think we should go directly into my next question, which sure. is, what is the funniest impression? Because I think the turtle might be the best one. So I think that might be the best. <laughs> the best one doesn't mean it's the funniest. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jaws one is really funny because you're it's like, a really dude, good children one. Do, are not going <laughs> to understand when we watched that. We were like, How this, who's going to get There's this It's a really reference? good Quinn impression. Though. It, is, <laughs> it, is, it is good. It is, it is good. Adina, what's your favorite impression from it? I think the old horny lady. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one's really good. That one's good. great. That one I didn't know about at Like, all. that one's actually yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's she she's but I still character. didn't laugh. It's fair. Yeah. That legitimately it looks like, like my oh. grandma. Yeah, that legitimately <laughs> no. looks like my grandma. Both the British ones were awful. The the <laughs> British dude who was actually German and then the, yeah. the Scotland Yard, th- those were terrible. Those were terrible. But the, I think my favorite one was um it was uh oh my gosh, it's not Quinn. Who was it? Who was it? Quint is the best one because yeah. he just but he's just like in a boat all of a sudden <laughs> and he's and he's just like Oh, you don't come out here on these waters, eh? <laughs> In the orca robot. It was the look on his face, too. He just had the just like weathered look. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hmm. My oh. favorite was definitely the cherry pie one because he, <laughs> he was like, he was, that is terrifying. That was insane. I, I don't know how more people were <laughs> actually just scared of that because yeah. it, it, it that looked, dog actually died. 
That's how he actually died <laughs> witnessing him come out of a cherry pie. He just comes out of the cherry pie and he's just dressed as all cherries, all not cherries. just the top of his head. There's no re- he was and just his mouth all is apparently cherries. a Tommy gun. He looks gun like he, looks like he got thrown in lava and like got pulled out. Of if I saw that at a children's party, I would vomit <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Okay, let's get into that. Are you for real? Okay, are you for real? Is the most ridiculous parts of the movie, uh, Adina? What stood out to you as your most what the fuck of this movie? It's a doubtfire rip. This whole movie is a doubtfire rip. Hmm, interesting. I didn't even think about it. In yeah. That time. What makes you say that? Elaborate, please. So they have the scene where he's getting trained prosthetics. The whole thing. It's oh, a yeah. similar vibe. There you go. Yeah. There's the interview scene, which is similar to the interview scene with Sally Field, where she's saying no, no, no to everyone. Yeah. Then there's the scene where he's giving the Heimlich maneuver. Right afterwards is when Jennifer Esposito finds the picture of Robin Williams and takes it. Mm. Whole whole movie is a doubtfire rip. Holy shit. You're blowing my mind right now. (laughs) So you think there's Carvey Robin Williams beef? No, maybe Carvey wanted to be Robin Williams. I mean... They're both from San Francisco. They're both incredible impressionists. Like, you know, one of them is way more <laughs> revered than the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Dana Carvey is just the definition of, like, every dad loves Dana Carvey. Every dad loves Dana Carvey. They do. Yeah. I might have said this on the last, uh, on Trapped in Paradise, but chopping broccoli, I don't get it. It's not for me. <laughs> I'll never understand it. I just don't get it. I don't know why it's funny. Do you know why it's funny? No. I'll bite you fucking right now if you say that's funny. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. His, his chopping broccoli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really funny to me just yeah. right now. See the, uh, okay, now it's okay. Maybe it's funny in that it is not funny. What Dana Carvey is really good at. <laughs> okay. Here here it is. Here it's it is. it's the small jokes that he does in mm. between yeah, his yeah, characters. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the little jokes that he carries along. Like it not these long beat a dead horse like premises or yeah. him being super out there like with with his character just doing extreme things and doing pratfalls and shit. It's the it's the little conversations that he has cuz he's like really good with comebacks. Like him as Garth is a is a great comedic foil. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you can take him seriously, but at the same time, he doesn't take himself seriously most of the time, too. So it's like it's I guess it's relatable. But but that's like Dana Carvey. Uh, like that's his comedy is is like the stuff. You hit him with the littles. Hit him yeah. with the little punches. He's, a he's, master, not a, he's not a haymaker. He's not a haymaker. He's probably. a master of inflection, too. He's really good at inflection. The not stuff, so much. The stuff he yeah. says under his breath after somebody says yeah. a sentence is funny. Like yeah. when she yeah. says uh, or when the girl that he tries to date says the silly voices, the naked faces. It was fun for one second. And he goes only for one second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that I laughed at. Uh, my the biggest are you for real for me was definitely the fart noise thing. <laughs> every time, yeah, every time it, the the Devlin was yeah, laughing Devlin for a long yeah. period of time, it yeah. would just do the fart noise, and yeah, it murdered me dead. Yeah. I didn't want <laughs> to deal with it. But if I was ten, I yeah. would have thought it was funny. So I don't know four times. More than that. At least four times? At least four times. Yeah. If not six times. But I read in the trivia that the only reason that was in the movie is because Dana wanted to do more of a Mike Myers sexual innuendos thing. And they said the only thing you can do are 
Fart jokes. Fart jokes. And he said, fine, we'll do that. And I, and I would have said, let's think about this. So would, have this, would this movie have been better if it was PG-13 with sexual jokes inter- interstitched in between? I don't no, possibly. think so. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, it would have definitely been better than 1%. It would have been better then. Now it would have been way worse. <laughs> yeah. It would have been like... Uh, we're onto something there. When did this come out? This came out in 2002. So yeah, it's like, kind of like dirty work. Then. Also, his haircut was terrible as pistachio. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. He was also like 40 Let's bring that up The character is supposed to be like 25 If that And he's 40 What are they doing? He has looked 40 for 40 years though That's the thing The plot makes no sense The plot just doesn't make any sense The the timing's off The, 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 The stakes are off Like Man It's bad 1% 1% are we really like <laughs> we're like what is wrong with just this everybody movie? was selling me on this movie for for like 20 years like oh you never saw Master Disguise as a kid <laughs> who like, said you that out. Everybody, selling this? everybody since my childhood would be like oh you never watched Master of Disguise at that age like it was such a great movie at that age like are you are you sure give Adina I... names we're taking them to court for libel <laughs> yeah, yeah. are you a libel lawyer well just you're about like, to be I'm about to be yeah. I, I only re- this nice, is a yeah. This is a deep cut memory, but I only remember the most annoying people, like kids my age around around me, would just quote that movie incessantly. Like no no offense, but like that that's that's what name it their was. names. Let's let's uh no, I'm not let's get that. let's get the listeners. I came for the beer and the bitches. Yeah, yeah. But what was good about this movie, y'all? Is there anything good about this movie? Like it's that. not as bad as I thought. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I do think the relationship between pistachio, pistachio, um, <laughs> pistachio, pistachio yeah. and his grandfather was actually really nice. Yeah, I think they had good chemistry. He was, yeah, I he agree. was definitely the best part. I'm okay with agree, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked that they fight with open hands. They yeah, were slap fighting. I, yeah, I think that was very gentlemanly of them. Yes. Although it was a little contradictory that they said um, that you fight with an open hand to keep a man's dignity, but then they also tell him who's your daddy, like <laughs> while slapping him. It's like, oh, where, what happened to the dignity thing? Like, <laughs> what else we got? Jennifer Esposito in general. I don't know about that. Was she good? She wasn't bad. I thought she was bad. very lovely in this movie. That's why I put her in there. I think she's nice. She's nice. <laughs> is it real? Is she real good? This is the topic. Is she really good? I mean, do I think that there were other people that could have filled this role? She was looking real good. Probably. How about that? Yeah. Did she deserve what Bradley Cooper did to her? No doubt. There's no doubt that she did not deserve that. Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper was out of line. So what yes. happens when you... Dating actor, yeah, especially that guy, yep. Uh, who so who worked? Uh, who worked for for you, Adina, in this movie? Carol Gould Carol as the Gould. grandfather. Again, we said saving grace of this film. Absolutely, I, yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree. Nick, I'm going with James Brolin. Why? <laughs> I just didn't expect him to bring it. He just and he and he brought it every he? scene. Every scene that he was in, he was like, "I'm one. an Italian grandfather." <laughs> I mean, I'm an Italian dad. And, uh, and and he he was really overacting in the way that this movie wanted him to. I disagree. That's it. He, he didn't was, like he James He was just Rowan. okay. He was just okay. I thought he was good. Uh, I don't know. 
I thought he was just okay. I think who worked was the guy that was hiding in the flower with his hand sticking out <laughs> every, every time. That guy worked Yeah, really sink well. full of flour. I thought that was a sink full of suds, and then That's it turns out too. she's grabbing flour <laughs> yeah, for her soup. Time. Like, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that supposed to be a, a visual joke about a common Italian-American family just having flour in a sink? Well, uh, I mean, they're always making bread of some kind. As, take, as, your take? as an Italian American, I would say that we do keep a lot of flour around. Just I, I was handling pasta. flour earlier today. Was smashing Mil- tomatoes, milling it your own too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, making the pizza. Yeah. I make it a pizza. I make it a pie. You say all those he words. He renewed his engagement and with then his fiance. Me cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! You, ru- you ruined proposed, my saying. He proposed again. Who didn't work? Who for did us? not work? Adina, who didn't work for you? Brent Spiner as Devlin. I hated him. Really? I did not like him at all. As an actor or as a character? As a character. Okay. Okay. He was kind of like an aimless character. It's like you're going to collect all this stuff and then sell it on the black market and then, then then have somebody wear a rubber face and fake your own death, which everybody would totally believe. Right. Um, and then go to this exotic place. What was the place that they found him at at the end? Bahamas. Ba- Bahamas? Sandals. British Virgin Isles, hedonism too, baby. Um, he just had the cons- <laughs> and he, he just had the Constitution laying in his bag. Yeah, some yeah. of that disrespect and stuff. He's this trying to sell light it. Reading, trying to yeah. get the Cayman Islands. That, that should have been. He should have been imitating Nicholas Cage. That's when you bring in, in Nicholas. Poorly yeah. written character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you you want to if, if you're gonna do if you're gonna have a loose character like a loose character bio, bring somebody wild like Nicholas Cage to to build his own background. He yeah. probably would have a book <laughs> written about his character and. How he mm-hmm. uh, how he went to this boarding school in, in the Swiss Alps in, mm-hmm. in 1971, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, who didn't work for me? <sighs> yeah, it's DC. Dana Carvey. Like it, if if I don't know, he's a good impressionist, but I don't know too much. Come much, up with um, a better movie. Much for too him. much. Yeah, like, yeah. It's been it's been five years. Yeah. He shouldn't be the lead. I just he just doesn't have leading men. You know what mojo. movie was that's he a leading up. man be- besides this though? Like, think about it. He's never been. No, that's what yeah. this was his only. Wayne's this world. was his one shot. I mean, I guess he, he was second was, banana, but he was second in Wayne's World. He's B, second he's fiddle. B story. He's not a story. He's part of a story. He's Scotty Pippen, not Michael Jordan. Hey, don't hate on Scotty Pippen. I'm not hating on Scotty Pippen. I'm just like, uh, he was pops. He was pops in Secret Life of Pets too. So that's uh, something. <laughs> Great. Glad he's Great. still getting paid. Yeah. Uh Nick, you agree, Dana Carvey? Yeah. All right. Tot- totes. Friends Friends are Defoe, Adina. So this means you pick a character from uh from Friends or uh Willem Defoe to incorporate into this. Are you film. a friends person? I'm a friends person. I came up with multiple options for oh, this okay. game. All right, let's hear them. But I did choose Janet as Sophia, which was the younger Italian lady. That he was originally trying to date. Ah, yes. who yes. I thought was very good in the movie, but Janet. <laughs> Janet would bring Janet another level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Janet would have been better. Yeah, I do. I can actually picture that in my head, so uh, I agree with that. Um, I'm gonna add Ross in this movie as playing an Italian person. <laughs> uh, as I want him to be doing the accent. Oh, me scusi. Yeah, because he's. <laughs> One of those. I, I want him to be a brother of. I want him to be a middle brother, another disguising. Or just that, another that waiter didn't, that yeah. didn't get the powers. Oh yeah, there you go. Who, yeah. Who's like the like the maitre d or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I would have to say, um, because I thought this kid was in the movie, because um, Barney looks just like him, Ben, <laughs> Ross's son, a.k.a. Cole and Dylan Sprouse, as Barney. Like, he, he I, I thought that was, was him for like 10 minutes. I didn't think it was the Sprouses. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. But I, I don't know. We would have probably made this movie It was What's-His-Face Wolf. Scott Wolf? Party Five? No. Wolf, I don't know. Wolf Blitzer. Move on, move on, please. Um, Quotes. Well, I got one. I would say Willem Dafoe is Devlin. And then when he gets foiled in the Bahamas, he tries to take over. But, you know, we we link it to to recent recent episodes, Speed 2. Yeah, he he jumps on a cruise ship. Oh, so that's why he uh, was taking leeches. His energico was absorbed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. He's gay. But he he has a special connection to classical music. There's many things that are interesting about him. I have one quote. Um, when Jennifer asks about the dental that she's going to get, she says, about oh, the yeah. dental, do I pay or do you reimburse me? And then the grandpa looks at her and says, you sicken me. That's a really good joke. <laughs> and his line reading on that is the best line reading yeah. in this entire movie. Absolutely. So good. Adina, can you look at your legal pad and tell us what you think, uh, <laughs> what, you have, what you have left for us before we move on from this film? Do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> or can the defense? I yeah, don't we, have a rebuttal, should, but he did say, holy cannoli, which made me think, was Clay Thompson referencing the Master it, of Disguise? Clay uh, Thompson, a Master of Disguise guy. Let me tweet at him. Wow. <laughs> Holy cannoli. That's actually a very good point. Uh, um, make it fresh. I don't think you can make this movie fresh. I think it's a forever real rotten. No, it's dead to me. Like it like it always was. The only way this movie is a fresh... You make bed. this movie an above 25% movie is if you change it completely. <laughs> I think if you make it rated R... That's uh, that's your go-to all the time. Yeah. yeah. No, like, like that. If we're gonna pitch a reboot, um, it's Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Esposito, but it's yeah. like the Invisible Man. He has disguises <laughs> and he's chasing the her reboot. the entire time, and we and we know we get, like the, the background yeah, of it. Yeah, it's right. like you never know who he's gonna be, and she's like trying to tell everybody, "Look, he could be anybody. He could be you. He could be me." Like, yeah. Have you seen Bradley Cooper dressed as Leonard Bernstein? Unrecognizable. Oh boy! So uh, couldn't believe anything it. is possible. My dad was my friend, <laughs> one of the bars. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm getting that sound trap. Last <laughs> thoughts. Last thoughts. Uh, Adina, do you have any last thoughts on Master of Disguise? Can't say that I do. You love it. No way. <laughs> you have you have a legal pad loaded with notes. Yeah, Come yeah. on. We need three of your bullet points, please, before we move I on. I got a legal pad loaded with quotes. Oh, mm. quotes. Okay. okay well, give, what give, are some yeah, other quotes? Give us a couple. Okay, we got before we end. When they were there was like a family that was leaving the restaurant. And they go should have gone to Burger King. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was a good. good one. That was a good throwaway one. I don't know why the when he's who did he call Jeeves. The pol- who did ask, he call Jeeves or the police? Did, did he ask Jeeves? No, I don't recall that. Anyways, no, he's like talking that. about how his parents were kidnapped, and he's like, "It's full of ransackery." Oh, oh that oh, was yeah. like the, hilarious. The, the ransackery, no, yeah, was good. Yeah. yeah, we have been ransacked, and then he calls the police, and then he says, "The ransackery, yeah, <laughs> it's all over the place." <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think that this movie could be re- rehabilitated, though. I think it just has to choose what it is. Are you a, a buddy? comedy right are you a spy movie what right. are you choose one and roll with it yep 
Yeah. Like if they did it along the lines, like you know who you know it's a really good sketch hunch. movie. Like it was a sketch movie, but it was it was edited and kind of like the storyline was sewn together enough to where it was still was a cohesive movie. It was that bad trip movie by Eric Andre. That was a movie loaded with sketches, but it still progressed you there was still right. a plot that progressed you through the movie. Right. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um this movie <laughs> This movie and The Medallion could be the same movie. <laughs> the Medallion, yeah. The Jackie Chan feature. It's released in the same amount, same time. It has like the same font. I love The Medallion. <laughs> it has like the same color schema. I, didn't we watch that or we watched The Tuxedo? We me watched you, one of those two. We definitely movies. watched one of those two together, yeah. if not both of them. But that's, I've got to say, for the anniversary of The Master of Disguise, we got to do The Medallion. We got to do Jackie Chan Month. Yeah. yeah. We got to do, maybe that's the. 17%? <laughs> the 2023 is the year of big change. Love <laughs> <laughs> uh, GCJ. Be the Chan GCJ you want to see in the world. Be the change. Well, we're done with it. Master of Disguise is no longer in our lives. Thankfully, uh, let's move on to the games portion of the evening. Time for the rerun draft. That's how Steven feels whenever I speak. Yep, that's true. Uh, we're gonna draft <laughs> SNL alumni. Do we have a list? I have a list. If, I have a list. If, if you Google it, there's a list. No, I mean like there's 30 solid candidates that are drafted. More than that, even. Yeah, yeah. I mean like this the, is it I is it is loaded. There is literally no way to have a bad team. Yeah, in this. no, that's why like it's this is gonna be fun. So I'll make a I'll make a list right now and determine the draft order. All right, Steven, first pick. Nick, second pick. Dina, third pick. I'm last pick. And we're doing the snake drafts, so that means it wraps around. So that means... Um, if you have the fourth pick, you have the first pick of the second round. Yep, and then vice versa. All right, the draft is now open. Steven, you are now on the clock. <laughs> this is really Thanks, tough. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, friend. My number one pick is going to have to be... Oh, wow, I didn't know he was on. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually really hard. It this is. is first I'll, of all, first of all, you know that you're gonna get at least three or, f- I mean, out of your five, there's gonna be four, just extremely good actors mm-hmm. and funny people. So it's really where it's really where you choose to build your team. So it's also our taste too. How, how yeah. are we thinking about? Are we thinking about this? This is your SNL crew. Like this, this is your is, players. They're, they're, your players. Yeah, this, okay, that's what no, I'm like, and I think it should it should have to be people that were on that they weren't just writers. So like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 so yeah, like yeah. Hannibal Burris or fucking Mulaney. Uh, Mulaney, they aren't eligible, and they have to be on the show at least two seasons. That's the other thing. I'll agree with those. Yeah, I mean they're, they're only relevant if they were on for more than two seasons. Yeah, but there's I mean, notable people that were on for like a season. Well, a lot of good like, ones like Bob Odenkirk's another one. That Chris was on. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Elliott, yeah, yeah. but Robert Downey Jr. was. Are we picking them Pre-co-pain. based only on their SNL work? Yeah, we're draft. We're drafting. Oh well, no, 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 no. It's just like it's how pr- it's this this yeah. movie that we're doing is based on post SNL work. Yeah, so I, I think that yeah. I think you're choosing based on who the actor, their talent. Who they uh, are. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna just have to take the the elephant in the room and just take Will Ferrell. Then. Yeah, he's number one overall. The clear it's number easy, one. Easy, easy number one. I don't even know if that's true. It's a disagree. There's just too many options if we're being honest. Yeah, so I'm gonna have is. to. I'm gonna just go with my gut and say Eddie Murphy. 
Eddie Murphy's mm, first round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely. Oh, one good. of the greatest yeah. comedic actors of all time. <laughs> it's honestly between the two, Will Ferrell and Eddie Mur- and Eddie Murphy. I mean, Eddie Murphy is saved SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He carried it for like three years that's by himself. Yeah. Be- he they wasn't were, there that long. Too. While they He's were still yeah, legendary. Four, four, four seasons while mm-hmm. they were transitioning, he uh, mm-hmm. he saved it. So I'm taking I'm taking him. There you go. All right, Adina, you're on the clock. I think this is the only number one choice. I'm a Farley girl. Chris Farley. Yeah, that's, that's an obvious. Blue he has the, right some of the most yeah the most iconic SNL moments for sure. He is. He was. What is? What do you call it? He was a supernova. Came in hot, ended hot, which is unfortunate. Like he he didn't have any staying Oof. power, which is which okay. Is sad. His own his own demise. Right. So there's one. So there's one member that is like a for sure I want to <clears> take, and then I'm. Mm, that's gonna be tough. My second. Joe Piscopo, number <laughs> one choice. <laughs> now, nah, dude, I gotta take it. She's prolific. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. She has, and in recent memory, she's probably one of the more legendary members of SNL. Um, yeah, she's she's so funny and she's so talented. Um, she's so talented. She's so let's talented. see, with the wraparound pick, oof, who do I pick here? Because I don't pick again for a while. Anybody remember Jenny Slate being on SNL? What? No, no I saw idea. that and I was like, yeah. All the, a lot wow. of the one seasoners I didn't know. Yeah, Chris Ke- uh, Chris Keckner or what was it? David Keckner was on SNL for yeah, a season. He was. Like, yeah. I remember him. Randy mm-hmm. Quaid. Randy Quaid, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Sarah, oh, uh, Sarah Silverman. Martin I was, Short was only Sarah on for Silverman one year. I was pictured oh. as being on more. Jim than one Brewer season. is another one that was like I was like oh I didn't know he was on SNL. Yeah, before he turned into a psychopath. Um, Chris Kattan. Oh, and the uh, Damon Wayans. What was the movie? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go because he's gonna be gone by the time. Don't wait, worry. wait, wait, whoa, whoa! You already said Kristen Wiig. Yeah, no, I got the reference. Snake. Snake. Oh shit! You do. I'm gonna go Bill Murray. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Who's yours? I don't know. I, 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 know. Don't I feel want, like we're in competition. I just don't want you to pick mine. I'm picking Bill Hader. Okay. Dang. See, that's who was good one. Good pick, good pick. I couldn't, t- I couldn't take pick. two from the same era. Though. Yeah, yeah. I'm choosing Adam Sandler, who, uh, nice. who, very who on created uh, Happy Madison Productions, who created Master of Disguise. Legendary, legendary skits on SNL too, like Opera Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got the wraparound now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Amy Poehler. Nice. Number two. She's way, She was more famous from... Uh, I knew her long before she she jumped on uh, uh, SNL when she was part of the Upright Citizens Brigade huh. um, and did like her minor work in like, uh, Deuce Bigelow, and she was like a major character actor. And then she got on SNL, and then she exploded. Uh, number three... Scarlett Johansson's husband, <laughs> Col- Colin Jost, yeah, <laughs> the funniest man alive. I ain't trying to yeah, get yeah. If I had to choose one white man in the world to be my husband, Pete it would Davidson, be Colin Jost. No, it's gonna have to be um, the one of the longest tenured uh, uh, players of all time, the one and only Daryl Hammond. Nice. Daryl Hammond. I, I, I <laughs> Honestly, who not who I was thinking you were gonna go with. 
the one of the best, probably my favorite president in person is his Bill Clinton. He's a great he, Bill Clinton. He nails he was Bill great Clinton. Trump. He was a great um, Chris Matthews. Oh, he was a great Chris Matthews. <laughs> he was Matthews. great Phil Donahue. <laughs> Can it? Sean yeah. Connery. Okay, I think I have the rest of my draft laid out right in front of me. Wowzers. I just have to, I have to seize the moment. I have to go with my probably. Maybe my favorite uh, player outside of just SNL and everything she does, hmm. uh, Maya Rudolph. That's Maya ah, Rudolph. I have to go bitch. with Maya. I was going to take her. Uh, she does everything well. Sings, acts, so produces. Underrated. So <laughs> underrated. I'm going to go Molly Shannon. Mm, ah, that's who I thought you were going to yeah, take that, first. That was great. Molly Shannon was my... Hopeful wraparound pick that was not going to happen. I just remember Superstar changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> Superstar. Superstar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the first ever too awkward to watch for me movie. And then I got over it eventually and was able to watch it and was like, okay, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> but watched the first half of that and I was just like, I can't handle this. <laughs> this is too, this is literally too much for me. Two picks for Kate Jacks. All right. Third pick, Mike Myers. Michael? Michael Myers. Michael? 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 (laughs) Joe Piscopo? Is that what you said? (laughs) Okay. Victoria Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) My guy, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, I got to do it. I got to rip the bay. Andy Samberg. Ah, Andrew. Berkeley Zone. Andy Samberg. Uh, Ace fan also brought a lot of create really sprung a lot of creativity in SNL. I mean, he's the one that flat. revolutionized the music videos, yeah, with, with yeah the digital, digital shorts. No, that digital shorts. Yeah, that dude's definitely important, which is arguably the most important part of SNL nowadays is the uh, digital aspect. Yeah, no one cares yeah. about the sketches, which is unfortunate, I guess, fortunate but unfortunate. I'm going Bo and Yang. Bo and Yang. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I think he's the next coming of SNL. Wow. Yeah, he's really good. Really, really good on the show. And he's and he's one of the head writers, right? I believe so. Yeah. There's Four too dogs. there's too many good people left is is what is where we're getting down to. Um yeah, there's just so many directions to go, and I don't really know what I want. So I already have I have Eddie Murphy, I have Adam Sandler, and I have Maya Rudolph. So I got some singers, I got some performers. I need I need uh, I need like a desk presence. I need somebody to write, kind of run the show. Yeah. So I think that I'm going with. Ah, but he's such a, a vanilla pick, you know. If you go with if you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go with your heart. But I, I just want the guy to run my team. Mm-hmm. I need the. He's he's one of the only guys on this list that was a head writer for for this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Seth Meyers. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like Tina Fey. He's gonna write a shitload, but he's not gonna participate. Who's still in on the board, sketches. by the way? That's pretty amazing that Tina Fey is still available. I thought you were gonna go Jimmy Fallon, Nick. The breaker. You, everybody needs one guy that will always break during every. The funniest skits are the ones where somebody breaks in them. So uh, if but you want that, he breaks every time. If you, every want time. That, if you want that, Jimmy Fallon is your fucking guy. Sandberg broke a lot too. Yeah, he did. So I'm doing four and five. Yikes. My mm. number four is going to have to. Stephen, your cast is like from the early 2000s right now. 
There's so many beasts still available, too. I know. I made a mistake choosing Seth Meyers. <laughs> Rewind! <laughs> I don't know. I should just pick Tina Fey right there. I don't know what's what I'm, I'm thinking. Switch it. I, that's who I thought you were. Switch gonna... it. Take Tina. F- Dude, I'm we'll switching. allow it. I'm switching. All right, Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. We'll allow it. It's Alex's rules. We'll allow it. Fine. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I think you know. You know. Yeah, Tina Fey is my pick. T- if, yeah, it's just like Tina Fey needs. To she did all the same it. things as Seth. Yeah. She's another person that changed SNL forever. And Jesse would be mad if I didn't choose uh, the Thirty Rock creator. Her favorite show of all time. So you're taking Alec Baldwin next. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's not a, a SNL cast <laughs> he member. He should be. He was. He was <laughs> Trump for like fucking 40 years on it for like the last. Um, they call me out for all my 2000s picks, but all my 80s picks got taken and my 70s picks got taken. My number four is going to have to be Tracy Morgan. Nice. Um, just because we wouldn't have Tracy Morgan without SNL. Or we wouldn't have, yes. Exactly, <laughs> yes. exactly what I was just saying. Um, I'm not changing that up. Um, Followed by Leslie Jones. No, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I got to I gotta give credit where credit's due because I got a lot of my... Um, you got a lot of my humor from watching this guy, not necessarily on SNL, but on the other shit that he did. And... Um, it's I know sad day it's when, gonna be. It's, it's a sad day when he died. Yep. Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. honorable mention, Norm Macdonald. I was. That's who I thought you were gonna pick. No, mm-hmm. it, then I'd be literally the ninety, the nineties <laughs> SNL cast. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're just leaving Chris Kattan on the board yeah, like that. <laughs> sorry, mm. sorry, Tim Meadows. Who's Taren, your... Taren Killam still available? Randy Quaid. No. Randy Quaid <laughs> still <Quinn>. available. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Jim, Belu- Jim Belushi is still available. <laughs> oh, man. So my thinking in drafting Seth originally was that I was going to put Kate McKinnon in there as my last right. choice. Right. Um, but now I'm thinking, do I need... Do I need Mr. SNL himself, the, the longest tenured... <laughs> SNL character actor who does what's up with that defines our childhood too, <laughs> mind you. Totally, he's the he only was one on the that SNL came. for children. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one from there. But there's also Jason Sudeikis who does the Running Man. It does the Running Better Man than on what's almost up with anybody that. in the history of the Running Man? He's incredibly underrated. How are you not picking Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> the copy master, man. Oh man, I'm picking Kate McKinnon. I there think I am. That's good. She her character her she has she is the she's got the biggest range for out of all of my crew big time I needed somebody with some really big acting range and she I like her the way people like Amy Poehler because I've never been an Amy Poehler she she fills that she fills that out for me even though I think uh, Ad Bryant is actually one of my favorite Mm. just like people that has been on the show I think for me no one else is gonna pick him this is a personal choice. John Lovitz. Wow. wow. Some John Lovitz action. <gasps> really? Mainly, mainly <laughs> for his acting in well, the critically I, acclaimed movie, well, Rat Race. Well, I really ah. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Rat Race is one of my yeah. all-time, I can't believe it's not under 25 movies that I would just wish we could do on the podcast. It's, it's in great. like the 40s or something. It's incredible. Because it's too good. Sorry. It's a good movie. It's a race. 
shit about Matt a squirrel. Rose, we've seen so many times. Yeah. Who the fuck do I pick? There's so many people. Forty-four uh, percent rat race. It's too good. It's a great movie. No, that's it's a great phenomenal. Movie. It shouldn't be forty-four. It should be at least fifty. Agreed. Now Minnow said vulgar and lowbrow, but very funny. Yep. Y'all, Minnow can. She's tough to fuck right off. No, she gave it a positive review. She's tough to satisfy sometimes. Yeah, I'm have to go. I'm gonna have to do it. David Spade. David Spade is your number five. I gotta have my. I gotta have my night. I gotta have my weeknight or weekly guy, and that's that's my that's my favorite. The David Spade uh, sketch that he did on uh, Weekend Update. Yeah, weekend update. Sorry, okay. I need a weekend update guy, and that's, that's weekly nightly guy. Weekly <laughs> nightly, <laughs> nightly ever so. Shows, that, shows how much I watch SNL. This is Saturday <laughs> night, <laughs> weekly or nightly, yeah. <laughs> live from Monday afternoon. <laughs> okay, all all good picks, all good picks. It's it's going to be a tough one. I just know. Well, Stevens, I, it was, uh, I'm stuck in the '90s. Yeah, I stuck in the '90s, so maybe maybe you won't get the fan vote. But just amazing. I mean, it it brings a whole nother dimension. <laughs> Nick, yours is very strong. I would say it's yeah, you're you're the front runner in my opinion. I'm the best, is what we're all agreeing you're upon. Most diverse. <laughs> yeah, yours, yours no. definitely is way more diverse than mine. No, Adina's, Adina's <laughs> got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. She she is hitting every single one of the boxes of all the different SNLs, so I think she she has a, has a good list. But in terms of a cohesive cast, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, like I don't know how. I don't, <laughs> you know, have you heard the nightmare stories about John Lovitz <laughs> working with other people? No, but I yeah. can believe them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not as bad as Andy Dick working with other people. Okay. okay. The last game of the evening. <laughs> Choose one of the impressions. Make a whole movie about him. Uh, we can do this quickly. I'm choosing the turtle character, of course. Of course. Uh, and he's just, it's a horror movie. Snap, it, snap turtling people to death. Uh, he is literally, he's coming at him. He just he takes their notes. Not stopping. And yeah. when you see him like just pop into his shell. Ah, it's about to go down. I believe it. Uh, I believe I'm not going to see that. <laughs> uh, Dina, I think I'd choose the horny grandma. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, horny grandma. So like, like bad grandpa, but horny grandma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not a sentimental movie. More, more still comedy. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven. <laughs> it's an art house piece. <laughs> <laughs> takes place um, in an an open meadow uh you see just a a patch of patch of land just beautiful beautiful looking the the most gorgeous the most gorgeous land uh flowers are are, uh blooming uh just over over the ridge uh in walks uh in walks uh, a a a charlet if you would google that nick a charlet it's a she's a heifer have yet to have yet to produce, um, but you know, she needs a moment of relief, and it happens, and she walks away. But something magical in that exact spot, in that exact placement, something starts to incubate, and then grow, and then grow, and then grow organic, more organic materials. And then it grows a nervous system, a lymphatic system, a uh, 
a uh, I don't know one of those brain systems. Yeah, yeah, brain system, <laughs> cardiovascular system. <laughs> <laughs> and we see over the course of this entire film about 80, 88 minutes. The we're birth. just watching it. We're just watching it grow into the a birth. person. That's what the moment. the birth of Cow Pie Guy. That's what you're watching <laughs> okay. the entire film. So we don't see Cow Pie Guy going on any adventures. It's really just the formation <laughs> the of birth. Cow Pie Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Shape of Water, except it's a piece of shit turning into a, a light person. Uh, and somebody falls in love with it. Uh, no, it ends as soon as no. it becomes sentient. Starts walking away. That's the end. We're cutting that movie. And you're witnessing. You're witnessing something you've never witnessed before. I mean, yeah, it's something I will never witness because I'm just not going like, to watch it. Just like Master of Disguise. <laughs> My spinoff is the Cherry Pie Guy, and it's going to be like the Invisible Man, except he hides in pies just to uh, stalk people. Yeah, the Cherry Pie Guy is yeah. a real horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thing, and there's yeah. no way that I I can just go. With I think it. that's the image that'll forever stay in my mind. <laughs> For him running covered in chairs. That is just an asshole suggestion. <laughs> uh, the beach. Uh, shout out to the beach. Shout out to uh, that's Leo, right? Danny Boyle and Leo Leo Decap. Yeah, Leo Decap. Uh, final thoughts. Better than the Big Green. No. It's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Have you seen The Big Green recently? Or at recently, all? Recently, no. At it's, all, It's yes. 0%. It's a 0% no. on Rotten Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, just tra- as shocked as you are. Travesty. That's offensive. Travesty. Yeah. So that's our, that's our routine question. Is any movie better than The Big Green that we review? And it's mostly no. Yeah. Which is surprising because no, only I'm not f- even a fan of The Big Green. <laughs> well, only... F- the, the, the only five critics reviewed the movie too, so it's like that's the, pretty much the only reason. Also, a travesty. Yeah, there's no representation in that. That's mm. that agreed. Yeah, Olivia Diabo, justice for Olivia. <laughs> I found out she was married to somebody famous in the late '90s. Okay, tell me about it later. Yeah, I will. I will. Uh, re-rating this movie? I'd leave it. <laughs> at one? I'd leave it at one because it's so uniquely bad. <laughs> yeah. How many, movies are, zero. how many movies are one percent? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a se- seven for ages seven and under would enjoy this movie. Seven. So seven percent. Yep. What 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 boosts it for you from one? That's what I want to know. Uh anything under ten just kind of blends together. Um No, that's not true. I laughed I laughed at least seven times in this movie. <laughs> okay. You gave your seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dina? I think I'm at like a 30%. 30? Yeah. Fresh. Fresher than us. That's fine. Drake? Um, really? <laughs> Drake? I didn't find it horrible. But so okay. it doesn't not warrant being on this, this show then, I guess, is the general argument we got to ask. It's above the podcast criteria. I mean, yeah. So arguably so. Wow. Why will we wow, as we would say? We gotta think about brain. We gotta get you on for other other shows then. Yeah, what's <laughs> what's a bad what's a bad movie to you? This one percent movie is a thirty. Oh, what was Oh Brother Where Art Thou? That was the one I almost fall asleep in. Yeah, she didn't think Oh Brother Where Art Thou was very good. Yeah, that was so. I don't rough know if you should me. take. We her need to get her on the best yeah. of the year. That was rough. For <laughs> Make me. her watch all the all like the Oscar movies. That's the goal now. Is to get a Dino on. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, what's the okay? Well, let's let's end this segment. Let's end this show with this segment. What movie 
would you pay currently to go see in the theaters that you uh, that you enjoy? That's out right now. Ever. Ever. Oh, Any ever? movie like Any it can movie be a movie ever. from your childhood. It can be a movie you saw last week. It can be a movie that you saw five years ago. Oh, uh, they're like birthday screening. Choose any yes. movie you want to be on a... Uh, t- Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. That is my a, favorite movie of all time. That is a wild choice, but I appreciate it. Wow. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Could it's it be... My favorite. Does it have to be like... Uh, is it you're seeing it for the first time, too? No. It's or you're, like, you're picking this movie because you love it so oh, much. Oh, you're going to see I'll it. I'll see like, it a thousand times. Movie. I'll see it a million um, times. Yeah. I love this movie so much that we go and eat at Bridges for my birthday. Yeah, we live next to the restaurant where that... Or that's yeah. Ah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, uh, re, uh, 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 we re-rated it. We need some real recommendations. Yeah. Like, my my blurb. Uh, my my, blurb, my, my blurb. My real rotten blurb is: You're gonna need a disguise to get out of this movie without people thinking you're a weirdo. Long-winded, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Only freaks see this movie, is what I'm trying to say. And better have your disguise ready. Or they should have disguised this movie up as a better movie. <laughs> this is my mean, that's my mean one sentence review of the movie. Uh, it doesn't have to be mean though, Adina. You can choose a nice. You can say a nice version of it. Yeah, apparently since you like this movie so no, much. No, I didn't like <laughs> it. I was neutral. 30, I feel like if it's under fifty percent, you're 30, neutral. Thirty percent is still mm, technically thirty to ver- fifty. You're neutral. Thirty, 30 is still no. That's not neutral. Neutral is sixty. <laughs> No, 50, yeah. is, fifty is neutral. Yeah, fifty yeah. literally in the middle. Neutral. It's yeah, literally in the middle. Neutral. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your blurb, Stephen? Better carve up your money before you buy <laughs> <laughs> ticket to this movie. <laughs> Sorry. What? Better carve up your money before you buy a ticket to see Who's this movie. Carving their money. <laughs> what does that even mean? What happens when you carve your money? <laughs> you might as well just. Rip it to shreds, like, like like it's like a twig that you're like. I'm thinking yeah, like you're making whittling. It's called whittling. You're using scissors and you're just cutting your twenty. I didn't know what's like your, making a snowflake. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. what's your one sentence review of this movie? Honestly, I just remember when I was a kid, I saw the trailer. I thought the whole movie was going to be based on the turtles. <laughs> so if you thought it was about turtles, it is not. I really appreciate that. No nonsense. No nonsense. Just like Mr. Harvey, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Uh, not totally what you thought it was. Definitely. Totally awesome. Same here. Same here. And it was all for the better. Totally do. Totally do. Yeah, there you go. Real recommendations. This is where we just recommend any media that we Anything you're into right now, yeah. I will recommend Beyonce's album. There you go. I've listened to it three times. I worked out today to it. Good workout album. I also uh, will recommend while I'm while I'm on pop albums, uh, the Harry Styles album. I very much enjoyed. Um, Great album. Yeah, it was I, music for a Chinese restaurant or whatever it's called. Well, or that's the single. that's just one of the songs off of it. But that song in particular is my favorite. So. It's a sushi restaurant. Music for a sushi restaurant. Sorry. Let's get it right. Wow, yeah. that's cultural uh, disappropriation. <laughs> you saying they look the same? Nope. I music just... for a sushi restaurant is a legit good song. I didn't so say, I uh, didn't say anything. What, but what <laughs> kind of, about what what how good of a sushi restaurant are we talking about? Nobu, 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 Nobu. Nobu. Wait, that's the wrong. That's the wrong sushi. Song. Are we talking Yunagi too? <laughs> like, our, uh, like Medina I, I guess if we're gonna let me keep talking, I'll say Maggie Rogers' new album. I was gonna also, say that you jerk. That was my real recommendation. <laughs> Maggie Rogers' surrender because she wrote it while she was in Divinity School doing a master's program. 
pretty interesting. Wow. There's a lot of sex uh, talk on that. Her thesis is called Surrender. And so that's the name of the album, too. And it's like her thesis for whatever. Divinity schools? Like masters in like religious studies or something. That's I read it in the, the album. Review. I don't know. Like I, captivated I, she says, it. she talks about giving and her get, sister. And getting, or, no, she has head multiple times. And she has a album. song about uh, her friend. Masturbating to some yeah, boy brand. Yeah. It's true. It's it's. I swear. Look it up. It's, it, she wrote it for. Okay. Blob, blob it wasn't blob. bad. It was a good album. I liked it. You find those one percenters. Well, <laughs> this has been. Real I know. No, Adina. Oh, yeah. yeah well, your, we don't get it. Right. Adina, what's your recommendation? I don't watch a lot of media. Okay. But I will say, recently I watched Miss Marvel. Okay. I very much appreciated that show. Very much appreciated the show. Yeah. I heard really good things about it. I yeah, it was fantastic. I've heard it was good. Miss Marvel, is that what you said? Yes. Not Marvelous Miss Maisel. No, Miss Marvel, <laughs> Pakistani superhero. Pakistani superhero, there you go. No, no, no. Show. I was just like, wait, wait. Uh, I'll recommend a show as well. It's widely, it's, it's just like it's making the rounds. The Bear, man. The Bear is phenomenal. That's just, like one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Just finished it last night. There's an episode about just, a day going to shit and I literally couldn't sleep that night after watching that because they captured the essence of how stressful it is to work in a kitchen. And I have been there. It's horrible. Yeah, but that's not a good <laughs> selling point for, it's very good. It's basically about a struggling um, restaurant in Chicago and kind of the inner workings of working in a kitchen and kind of like the hierarchy and kind of military aspect of working in a kitchen. Yeah, I was just talking about it like an hour ago. Anyway, thank you, Adina, for coming here. <laughs> hey, no problem. Uh, if you ever have another movie under 25% that you are interested in, let us know, and we will do it for the podcast. Superstar we don't have any listeners. It's got to be. No. No, it's, no, it's above. It's above. It's good. Uh, Rat Race, also not uh, not below 44%. It's at A's. It's at A's. Not even in uh, Hall of Fame territory, so nope. tough shit there for us. Yep. Uh, we have Spooktober <laughs> coming up. Spooktober on the way. Ooh, there might be maybe some movies for that one, Adina. Is there any bad, scary movies that you like? Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's a good one. That's got to be good. future contender. I don't know if I want to do that one. <laughs> when she jumps out the window and is like, <laughs> Nick is not a, a, a horror guy. Big horror. You know, guy. one of one of the greatest things you'll ever experience is watching a scary movie with Nick because well, he literally. Let's talk yelps. about this later because yeah. this has been real rotten. That's uh, yeah. Nick. I'm Steven. Keep it real. Keep it rotten. Stay rotten. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You ought to film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steven They break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you on to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Hey, <laughs>